What's going on, podcast fam? Make sure you hit subscribe if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and hit follow on Spotify. That way I don't have to continue posting to the Patreon for you guys. It is Monday Mailbag, but first we are going to start off with a little recap and elaboration on my long Monday blog post. Post about a few things. Number one, be careful out there. The market is super reactive right now. And you know what? That's okay because we can totally take advantage of that. But what I'm suggesting is please don't buy TJ Warren cards at $40 a pop. I know he had 53 points. I know he's going to be one of the leading scorers for them with Brogdon and Sabonis and Oladipo all banged up. But TJ Warren's 26 and he's a veteran in the league. And he's not a young superstar you want to be investing in right now. Can you take advantage of this? Absolutely. But all I'm saying is when a player has solidified himself in the league as a certain player, probably not the greatest idea in the world to buy him at his peak. With that being said, we'll move on to one of my other NBA buys. This 2015 USA Prism Kobe card, not a lot to it. I just think it's a $30 Kobe card. It's Prism, which is the most coveted card in the game right now. It's going to go up in value by how much it's tough to say, but I think it's a really strong buy. Where I'm really excited, though, is as we move to the gridiron, 38 days until the NFL season resumes, if it resumes. I myself do see it happening. My mom was on the phone with our rep from the Ravens today, and it's all signs are a go. The one thing they're discussing internally are fans at the stadium. What's the state law? What are the regulations going to be? But from everything I've heard, the season will go on. The biggest question mark now is, will the season finish? We've seen the MLB have major problems. There's pros to that. The MLB plays every day. They didn't bake in enough time. There's cons to that. Um, You know, these guys are spitting on each other for hours at a time. So I cannot see into the future. If I could, I would be able to tell you guys, but I cannot. With that being said, a couple players who I'm really excited about. Number one, this is for our cheaper budget, lower budgeted players here. That's Gardner Minshew. And I might like this play better than the Kyler Murray play. Gardner Minshew, quarterback for the Jaguars. Look, it looks like they're tanking for Lawrence. They've traded everyone. They're going to trade Yannick. They have limited weapons. They have some weapons, though. Enough for him to do damage. And in the blog post, I talked about who they play the first eight games. Defensively, Colts defense, Titans defense, Dolphins, Bengals, Texans, Lions, Chargers, Texans. The best defense of that bunch, maybe the LA Chargers. It's tough to honestly say. Minshew had a ton of hype last year, and they all really died down, but his play did not. He's a super sneaky, sneaky quarterback play because quarterbacks run the NFL market. And he's one of the few young starting quarterbacks who you can still get for a very cheap price. His ungraded prisms going for nine, selects for five, PSA 10s for 150. When we move on to Kyler, you're going to see the difference there. His prisms are $100. Now, I love Kyler. And his prices, don't get me wrong, I do believe they're slightly inflated. He's a number one pick. He's got D-hop. All things, this isn't a surprise pick now. But I do think he can continue to elevate. I think he can make a Lamar Jackson level jump, meaning, you know, rookie of the year. He was really solid to a top five fantasy quarterback. His team won't be good enough for them to get 10, 12, 14 wins like the Ravens did last year. But him himself, they'll put up 30, 40, 50 piece in a single game this year, which, you know, the market will love. 
people just aren't talking about the NFL card market right now, which is leaving value. Let me give you some comparison prices just so everyone knows where these guys stand. Lamar Jackson, MVP last year, young quarterback. His PSA 10 prisms, which are a hard grade, so give some credit to that, going for $3,200. Kyler, $650, and Minshew, $150. So there is absolutely still room to grow for those players, specifically Kyler. I just really love them. So let's go on to the Monday mailbag. Our first question is from Cody Stigen. Stigen. Sorry if I butcher the pronunciation. He asked, what players outside of the bubble are you looking to invest into? I've got some interesting ones for you. I, I came up with one rookie and one vet. So the, the vet, I'll start with the veteran. That's Bradley Beal. Beal, I don't think people understand how much he's carried that Wizards team. Without... Bradley Beal, you look at their roster in the bubble and you wonder how they're going to win a single game, unless it is, of course, against the Nets. They are just miserable. Now, Rui is a great young player. They're going to have another decent pick. And in this lottery and in this draft, who knows, right? They could end up with a star. They could end up with a dud. But you saw the video of John Wall balling out yesterday, looking athletic and healthy. A young core of John Wall, Brad Beal, Rui, Thomas Bryant's not a bad player. Troy Brown Jr. can get the job done. Burton's is absolutely massive for them if they re-sign him. Now, that's a team that's going to be in the playoff race, and not just at the back end, but in that 5-6-7 seed. Also, the upside with Brad Beal, if he gets moved, there's talks every day about Brad Beal being moved. Do I buy the whole John Wall-Beal relationship is on good terms? Eh, they haven't played together for 18 months. So you can understand why there's there's no cracks at the time being. But they go through a five-game losing streak early in the season. Brad Beal starts calling for Miami or L.A. And now you get Brad Beal in a super team. And that's when people really see his true talents. Because he, he can be the number two guy on a championship team without a doubt. So I really do like the Brad Beal call. Obviously, this is limited because 23 of the 30 teams are in the bubble. And of the seven that aren't there, they're just not there. I guess Beal's team is technically in the bubble, so I cheated it, but he is not there. My rookie, I mean, most people will say this is biased, but I really don't think it is. R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett Prism's going for $15 ungraded. If you want to use other people for scale, uh, Bol Bol, $30. Uh, Brandon Clark, $20. You've got... Thibault, who's in the bubble, who's all he does is play defense. He's ten to twelve dollars. Rui has passed R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett was asked to be the leading scorer on a team with zero spacing in New York in his rookie season, and his efficiencies, you know, overall weren't incredible. But he's shown one thing: he can get to the rack. Now, where does he have to improve? He has to improve his shooting, but. The NBA tweeted out recently a thread of the top five rookies at each category, and a lot of it has to do with the volume that RJ played and accumulated stats, but he finished top five in total points, top five in total assists, top five in total rebounds, and top five in total steals. The only category he missed out on was blocks, and that's because we got Big Bad Mitch backing him up. This is the number three pick in the draft. One, two, three going in. There was a consensus, Zion won. But people have already been quick to forget because of how good Ja has been that Ja RJ was definitely a conversation for a little. Now the Grizzlies wanted to go with a point guard, which turned out to be a great decision. 
But what if you get R.J. Barrett some spacing? What if you give him a whole offseason of shooting and training? Now, he looked really good in the NBA, especially at home. You figure out his road woes, and I just don't see how an R.J. Barrett card could go for 15, a John Morant for 150, and a Zion for 250. Those things just don't make sense to me, and that's not even comparing them to the rest of Rui is over him, Brandon Clark is over him, Bull Bull has doubled him up. It just seems a little ridiculous. R.J. Barrett prisms really good buy right now while times are down. On to our other question is from Danube. I like the username Danube. His question is two of them. During the offseason, can you usually get cards for cheaper? And then his other question, what places should we buy the cards from? So this is a great question, great set of questions. Can you get cards for cheaper? It's a tough answer because we have never seen the card market like this before. But using that inference that you're making, we can kind of see the hype is around the NBA. And that's why I'm telling you guys, buy, buy, buy on the NFL. I sound like the Backstreet Boys here. But buy, yes, you can definitely get players cheaper because TJ Warren isn't going to score 53 when there's no games going on. His prices aren't going to inflate. The vintage, the LeBron James, the Giannis, the top cream of the crop. Like you've seen Lamar Jackson go up. You've seen Patrick Mahomes go up during these off seasons. You've seen Kyler go up. But those are in large part due to the fact that those are the projected stars of the future. Whereas you don't see a Gardner Minshew truly rise during an offseason because no one's hearing about him. No one's talking about him. The only players that you'll see shift during an offseason truly are the draft impact. So Drew Locke's uh, cards had a nice boost and, or, and Kyler's had a nice boost because they added DeAndre Hopkins and because they added Jerry Judy. So draft and offseason acquisitions can definitely change the price of a card. But if you're looking for those tier B, tier C, who you think can make that next jump, then yes, the offseason is a great time to buy because people will be more settled. And then what places should we buy packs from? I, I wish they were paying me because I recommend them to everyone. DACardworld.com, DACardworld.com, also known as Dave and Adams. That's a, a common place where I buy my stuff. I think their Steel City Collectibles is the other highly recommended one right now. Look, I'm not going to lie, uh, the box prices, pack prices are just through the roof right now because every time Zion's price increases, the cost and the value of a box increases. So just be careful out there. Understand that it's gambling. It's not investing when you're going to buy boxes. And it's a lot of fun. Just don't do anything crazy. Another way to get around that is to use breakers which normally buying boxes is a little cheaper, but then you're also investing in every team. If you go to a break, you can get specific teams. If you're a collector of the Sixers or the Jazz or the Hornets, those are easier ways to do it. And I'll finish with this because I just said the Hornets. They have uh, some interesting rookies. Them and the Cavs, like a Garland, a Sexton, a Kevin Porter Jr., they were all hot rookies. I know Sexton's a year older. They're, they were all hot rookies going into uh, as the season was going on. Then the restart stopped and no one's heard about them. They're interesting as well as the Hornets, P.J. Washington, Cody Martin. The question is, how good of players do you truly believe they are? That's where you really got to decide because you're not going to be able to make a quick flip like we were with Brandon Clark or Rui or Jaron Jackson Jr. So that wraps up today's Monday podcast. Like I said, make sure you subscribe. And of course, hit me in Discord uh, in a personal chat if you have any follow-up questions. 
And uh, with that being said, I'll talk to you guys soon.